The Next to Nothing podcast is brought to you in part by our partnership with Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is your one-stop shop for everything geek. Find discounted books, new and old games, and a variety of software. A portion of all purchases from Humble Bundle go to supporting a charity of your choice, like the American Red Cross, St. Jude's, Save the Children, and more. With $145 million raised so far, Humble Bundle is a great place to buy your games and help save the world. Use our affiliate link in the description of this podcast, and a portion of your purchase will not only go to a charity, but also help support the show. Visit HumbleBundle.com for more details. Yes, we're live. You're <laughs> <laughs> making me panic over here. I'm like, wait, are we live? Hold on. No, I oh, forgot man. to open Twitch back up. <laughs> I like... <laughs> I saw, I saw the, um, <laughs> I saw that like Nemi was in our chat and mm-hmm. I was still on the dashboard without the window, without the preview open. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> let me like open up the preview quick. <laughs> oh man, you're spooking me for a second. Cause right once I tried to start it earlier, it gave me the, like an error I've never seen in my life. And I was like, what is happening? What's going on? Huh. I fixed it, but like, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Make you think you put it on the wrong channel again. <laughs> Dude, a little bit. Just, just a smidgen. <laughs> All right. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Next to Nothing, the show where we talk about how to waste your time and not your money in gaming. I am your host, Danny K. With me, as always, my um, co-host, Ren. Oh, yeah, how that's me. Ren? Hi. How's it <laughs> going, guys? I was trying to think of this. I was trying to think of adjectives, and I lost it. I had no, no that's adjectives fine. to use. That's good. Really I, honestly, I prefer it that way. <laughs> this is forever companions. So. Oh, man. <laughs> and with this week, we have the Owl and Jackalope duo. We have two guests here. I'll let them introduce themselves. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. Uh, I am Nani Bob, uh, the Owl and Jackalope, also the Owl. And this is... I'm Pop Kate, the jackalope of the group. Um, and yeah, we do YouTube stuff sometimes. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, real quick, why don't you guys give us a full plug? Like, what all do you guys do? Where can people find that stuff? Uh, where should they follow or subscribe? Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so we we just play uh, just a weird variety of video games. Uh, we done a couple of unity style tutorials on uh making games and uh we've done lots of little videos that are just skit like things because we fancy ourselves filmmakers mm-hmm. and <laughs> uh, uh and you can find all of us on uh, if you just look us up on youtube at alan or alan jackalope yeah and then we're on instagram at alan jackalope and Twitter, I think also just Alan Jackalope. So, <laughs> so basically, just a lot of cute little gameplays. So, cool. Right on. Um, if you guys are in the Twitch chat live right now, I did share a link to their YouTube channel. So go on ahead and give them a subscription. If you guys are uh, watching us on the VOD or on YouTube or Spotify or wherever, uh, check the episode description down below and uh, go give them the love that they deserve. All those links will be there. <laughs> oh, man. So we're going to uh, talk about global politics now, right? Oh, God, bring in the cashmere. I'll, cashmere. Just, I'll walk away now. Actually, you know, instead of cashmere, let's talk about... Um, 
Talk about um, Hollow Knight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, I can work with that already. It's almost the same thing as <laughs> oh, yeah. it's basically global politics, really. <laughs> yeah, the the geo the geopolitics uh, the the Hollow Knight uh, parallels to uh, three nuclear powers <laughs> um, having a conflict is just it, I mean it's insane. Oh, well, God. you've got the you've got the pale king, you've got the white lady, you've got the radiance. <laughs> I mean, for God's sakes, you've already got a perfect analogy there. <laughs> the par- the parallels are striking. <laughs> oh man! So, Ren, you're yeah. a massive fan of Hollow Knight. Yes, I am. I'm actually a huge that, fan of it. That might be in uh, that might be an understatement as well because we talk <laughs> about it often on the stream, and we in fact gave a copy of it away. Yeah. Uh, with, last little bit nani bob yes you and ren geek out about hollow knight for a bit i'll sit back (laughs) (laughs) oh man so i have not quite beat the game yet Mm -hmm. i just got done uh i've been playing it almost non-stop now i'm trying to 100 percent it which you're like super close i'm trying to finish the hunter's journal Mm -hmm. and i'm trying to go through and do all of the coliseum of fools Mm -hmm. yeah and then uh I have I got the special version of it that had all of the DLC and everything. So mm-hmm. I have all of the grim child nonsense that I've got to do. So the game just keeps going. It just it never <laughs> seems to end. It really doesn't. It really no. does not. <laughs> oh man. I think we hit my favorite part last night though with the um gorgeous, terrific. Oh, with uh Zote or Zote, Zoti? Yeah, or yeah Zote the Mighty, yeah. Yes, Zote the Mighty. Zote. <laughs> uh his dream version. Yeah, mm-hmm. the dream version. Oh my gosh. And every time you fight him, it just adds more adjectives. That was great. <laughs> I just love how she's laying in the background. <laughs> oh yes. I can't remember the name of that bug, but she's got like her leg yeah, all leg up her up. Shell out. Oh <laughs> my god. Yeah. Oh uh, man. No, the, just the detail in that game is insane to me. Like the amount yeah. of love and work that went into it, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you, what, what are you playing it on? I'm playing it on the Xbox uh, right now. But uh, I think I got it on the Xbox because I got a gift, gift card, card <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> for Christmas. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? This is also like $25. That's how much is on this gift card. So, boom. <laughs> Done. <laughs> so, oh, man. Yeah, I bought it on PC, like, relatively early into its release. And the nice thing about the PC release, I don't know if it's the same thing nowadays, but it kind of just gave you all the DLCs for free. There was literally nothing when it came to it. It was just like, here's another free DLC. Here's another one. I'm just like, I still haven't finished the game yet. And you've given me two at this point? Yeah. I finally finished it, and they're all like, here's the fourth one. I'm like, what is going on here? Like, like what is happening? For the first three years of its release, they put more stuff in there yeah exactly because i'm playing it so late i didn't even i was like i don't know what's what i don't know if i'm like well into the new stuff or if yeah I'm still <laughs> yeah because the, the so. dlc like seamlessly blends into it that's one of the big oh, yeah. things yeah. is like half the time i didn't realize i was entering in dlc areas in the first place at mm-hmm. all like i was just like mm-hmm. oh this place is neat i guess that's yeah. pretty cool uh-huh. uh and suddenly this... i can knock down this wall and there's a whole <laughs> new thing over here so. yeah exactly oh man i don't know no. the nice thing I, I just gotta say like some of the weird things about the dlcs is, is like they're so seamlessly integrated in that you almost feel like you just found a secret rather than access to the dlc 
Because you're right. Like, oh. you'll go up to a wall and just be like, I didn't notice this here. And you break it and you're like, <laughs> I'm in the new DLC. And it's just like, yeah. what is happening here? Like, what is going on? This entirely flips everything on its head. Um, I know. That's, that's exactly how the grim stuff was. Because it's yes. just a wall. And then you go hit a bug. And then you come out and it lights a fire. And then all of a sudden there's a, like a carnival and everything. Yeah. And you're like, what just happened? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, oh, I don't know. Man. The game is great. Uh, way better than Cuphead. <laughs> uh, because oh. there's a break between boss fights <laughs> yeah no i totally agree like one of the big things like the only similarity really for the most part is that they're simplistic mechanics like mm -hmm. shooting is it's shooting and cuphead it really is not like totally difficult it's just like no. the sheer the ways that they use boss fights in order to frustrate I think in Hollow Knight, I only, like, experienced really frustrating parts at very specific circumstances when I was doing, like, extras. Like, a dream yes. fight of one particular enemy. And it's just, like, yeah. the worst thing of all time. But, like, the I, I opted into that, right, as a player. I'm yeah. just like, yeah. yeah, I know this is gonna be hell. Whatever, let's just get it over with. I'm ready to sit down here for three hours and just lose incessantly. Just keep going and going. And the nice thing about the dream fights and stuff that they mm -hmm. do is, like, they changed it where uh, you go directly into the dream fight, you get all your health back and everything. Yes. So, like, those are bonus challenges, but there's no penalty for doing them. Yes. So it's just, like, go on and on and on. I love, I loved that, so. Yeah, Even exactly. Though, false knight's dream version is awful <laughs> yeah i i think my least favorite by far was i think it was the lost soul i think that's oh. what it was it was Wait. the one that was infected and it's like oh it's almost I, so a corpse that's just kind of wanders the, around uh, what's it called you put the one the uh the stink bug thing yes it's so easy it's yeah so I yeah. love I love yeah. that. And then like oh, it's just the mechanic of changing your charms up and everything. Oh, it's such a good game. Yeah. yeah. So basically he plays and I scroll through and I'm like, okay, we need to do this. <laughs> it's like I'm, this is 45th attempt. <laughs> Let's get somebody else's knowledge here. Oh man. So. Yeah. And the thing is, is like it doesn't even really tell you, like, no part of the game actually tells you that like certain charms will actually synchronize together and like form no. a synergy. So like certain huh. ones is like one that will summon like bees to fight for you and then using another specific time of charm to like make them like infected bees of death and it's just mm -hmm. like where did this information come from i was just messing around and now i'm just killing everything like what's going on i mean they lead you to that because there yes. are some that are like naturally synergistic like mm -hmm. you have the ones that it like restores some of your soul as you go on and then you have right. the one that like drains soul and so like you'll try stuff like that and then just get lucky so yeah I don't know. <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't know. I, the way I always look at like Hollow Knight in specific is like it's a game that's like at its core simplistic, but it hides a lot of depth to it, like a uh -huh. large amount of depth that you never really expect to be in it. Because realistically, mm -hmm. base attacks is like you can swing to the sides and you can swing up. And then yep. that's that's pretty much it in terms of base combat. And then and everything then, yeah. else after that's kind of just an addition of just like... Uh -huh. That's your main focus, but if you do want the option to maybe, like, I guess I'll go for, like, a spell-focused thing, you can do that. It's not mm -hmm. exactly going to be the best thing ever, but, I mean, like, that's so, like, totally an option. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I always found that to be something super cool. I think my first run of it, because the first run was one of the first games I ever streamed in the first place. 
So mm -hmm. I want to say it took me, it took me a long time, like at least a few weeks. Like it was, it's at its core simple, but then the more and more the game like goes on, the more like the, the difficulty curve is definitely up there in terms yes. of like a lot of other like games. And it doesn't look that way. Like when you just look at the game initially, you're like, oh, this game's kind of cute. All right, cool. Awesome. I like the art style. And then the game will just dunk on you like out of nowhere on a certain boss and you're just like what is one happening of, one of my favorite little memes from the uh hollow knight subreddit mm -hmm. was something along the lines of watching streamers play and just getting them getting owned by like easy bosses and then yes. you pick up the game and you get completely destroyed by just an <laughs> enemy yeah <laughs> exactly it's like, it's, it is deceptively difficult um, yeah but but so much fun and yeah i don't know everything about it is great so yeah story is great even though they don't give you much of it you just have to guess dude that's yeah. just the thing like the yeah. thing about that game is that the the lore itself is so much in depth like i didn't understand any of it for a while i was like <laughs> i have no idea what's going on i'm just having fun slaying things and i was like i wonder what the lore is about and i looked it up and i'm like and get you a poem and you're on? like what's going on yeah, exactly <laughs> Exactly. I imagine oh, Ren just spending a night <laughs> reading the wikia. He's, just, oh, he's like on the fan wiki, and it, he started at like nine p.m. and then he wait. He looks out the window, and it's like daylight again. <laughs> and, and two months later, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. It, it was like one very specific moment where like all of the lore just started to click out of nowhere, and it's like, well, wait, hold on wait just a second i actually know what's happening now oh yeah. what is going on um but yeah so i don't know game. it's it's definitely a game that will try to like fake you out with what it looks like in comparison to what it actually is like mm -hmm. when when i think of hollow knight and what i imagine other people think of it it's namely the art style like for the most part yeah. people don't really talk about the combat mechanics when it comes to that sort of thing and then like for a game like cuphead since we're kind of comparing those two it's <laughs> cuphead let's, is no, just pure frustration <laughs> like that's the point of cuphead is to be a frustrating game to have yes. like that achievement of i beat it it's kind of the same mm -hmm. thing with like getting over it like it's very oh. much in that field and it's let's one of the big reasons why game. i can't do that game either <laughs> because holy god that game is irritating but uh yeah i don't know i i very much like the way that it really tries to hide itself because a lot of people will like hear difficulty and like, for example, like the Dark Souls series, they're difficult, mm -hmm. yes, but they're like, they're they're easily understandable if you give it yes. time. Like if yeah. if you actually put in the time and effort to learn, then you'll understand the mechanics and then you can move on through. Whereas something like Cuphead is just like ram your face against it's the boss as many struggle. times as you can until you really figure it out. Like until yeah. you figure it out for a T, what exactly happens? Mm -hmm. Which is one of the that things that I didn't really like about it personally. Yeah, that's 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 a good point, because like you just spend the entire time honing your skills against this one boss. Mm -hmm. And those skills weren't necessarily transferable to the next boss. Right. Exactly. Like, it's a totally different set. Whereas in <clears throat> Hollow Knight, the whole game is like gearing you up for yes. the end. Yeah. So even even at its core, right, like right off the start, they do a really good job of like having a tutorial without a tutorial. Like that's mm -hmm. always one of the things that's like fairly praised when it comes to game design in terms of that yep. perspective is they tell you literally nothing they give you like some <laughs> random bs story stuff but it doesn't yep. matter when it comes to gameplay realistically um and then they're just like go 
you, you gotta you pick go, a direction yeah. and like if you're even, not sure just hit it yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly and so. like even if you do make a quote-unquote mistake like if you go the wrong way there's something at the very start where it actually rewards you for at least like checking it out and exploring and seeing or like yeah if you just head left it's like a secret entrance to find a little bit of money and you're like wow mm. there's secrets here all right cool first yeah, enemy is quite is literally tutorial, nothing so yeah exactly yeah. first enemy is like just a mob that walks back and forth nothing totally terrifying but that, like, in that base start itself, it already, like, starts bumping up the difficulty. Like, mm -hmm. just in the tutorial area itself, it goes from, like, nothing, a basic enemy, an enemy that to tracks you. Yeah, a flying enemy, yeah, a, a flying enemy spikes. <laughs> using, like, if, if you even, like, think about it, there's certain things in there as well where, like, if you maybe, like, try to test something out, you can actually get a charm super early on and mm -hmm. then never... you can spike jump all the way over there. Yeah, exactly. Right so, exactly. Because yeah. the spikes from most like games perspectives is just like, don't even look at the spikes, don't touch them, <laughs> stay as far clear of them as possible, don't you dare. But like if you decide to take a little bit of a risk and just check to see what happens, like you have that opportunity to actually get something rewarding. There's it always just feels like there's another reward at every turn. So like that's one of the big things I give credit on that game for. Um anyway, so that Hollow Knight confirmed better than good. <laughs> facts. <laughs> Honestly, facts. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I got, like, I want to say probably halfway through Cuphead. Like, I managed to get, oh, my God. I managed to get through, like, the first two or three stages. And I heavily, honestly, I regret my decision. Like, the game looks nice. <laughs> sure. It looks okay. But, like, it's it is. Game. It's, it's it's really just controls. frustrating. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's something just, that's just so frustrating to a T. It is a well-made game, but it is every intention to make you mad. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's oh, man. Yeah. It's not a journey. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I definitely give, like, Hollow Knight huge credit, especially for, like, the game's cost. Like... Oh, yeah. I, I bought it for, like, $15. I see it go on sale for, like, $10, like, at least once a month on PC. Mm. And oh, it's yeah, just, it's like... Totally worth that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like... I, I liked it so much for a while I was attempting speedruns of it. Just like <laughs> off stream just to have fun with it because Did you when try you the Steel Soul runs? Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no. Oh, I knew exactly how that was gonna pan out. I was gonna get to yeah. one frustrating boss, die, and then like quit. Then <laughs> just be it. done. Yep, I'm good. Um <laughs> But yeah, I wanna say my first run was like a hundred and thirty hours or something like that because I was just exploring, having fun, whatever. Like, my first speedrun run was, like, maybe, maybe, like, 15? 15, 16? <laughs> and you're just like, wow, holy crap. Like, I could have just... There's so much everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I, I give that game still huge like, credit. I don't know. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> oh, man. So you're getting your money's worth out of it? You feel it's been a good value proposition for you? Absolutely. And whenever the sequel, the Silk Song, comes out, mm -hmm. I'm 100% going to buy that, too. So. Yeah. 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 They definitely won me over, for sure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just based on practices alone, not even, like, counting gameplay where it's, like, they made, granted, they made a good game, but, like, they also mm -hmm. just gave away free updates for people that, like, oh, bought yeah. it early. Like, that's super cool. That's awesome. I know. Like, the, the whole development team is super cool, guys. So. Exactly. Yeah. I remember when I was even, like, initially streaming it, I think... I think I got retweeted by them at one point and I 
like really? as a new streamer at that point i was like oh my god and i'm just like <laughs> panicking eternally i'm just freaking out over here like i can't believe it just happened <laughs> nobody knows my but heroes. me <laughs> exactly oh man but yeah i don't know just in general they like really did well like there was no real issues i had with this aside from occasional frustrating points that i opted into mm -hmm. as a player it wasn't even so yeah. much like oh, I need to do this in order to even beat the game at any rate. It was just like, I kind of want to die a lot. <laughs> We're going to see what happens. But the, uh, only, the only frustrating platforming part that I've had so far has been that, uh, what's it called? The something of pain. Uh, oh, yeah. It's terrible. It's, I, <laughs> I think I know exactly what part you're talking yeah. about. Is that like the parkour uh, course? It's basically, yeah, it's just yes. a very long parkour course, and it just doesn't seem to end. Yeah. And, uh, it's a lot of fun, but it is so frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Honestly, right. I actually went there with just a specific upgrade, which is nice. The fact that you mm -hmm. can, like, go in there with, like, yep. if, if you even do a little bit of research, you can be like, oh, hey, look, there's a thing that will regen my health. So, like, if I take some damage and I mess it up, I can always do a mulligan right then and there rather than dying mm -hmm. and hating everything. Yep. So, like... <laughs> That's an option versus just be like, this is the worst thing of all time. Because I will wholly admit, I tried it without it, and I was like, I hate this. Everything. This is the worst. <laughs> all bad. I can't believe they did this. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Just in general, I think it's really, really a solid game for sure. But uh, but yeah. Do you guys want to talk now? <laughs> no, I think we were just nodding at Just you nodding? Guys. Okay. Yeah. I just, I, <laughs> yes. I can see... Here on Discord, and he keeps just like, like, mm -hmm. huh? Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> Looking forward oh, to man. it. Now. I mean, we can talk about. I mean, we do have a bit of. <laughs> but no, I mean, you guys continue talking about uh, Hollow Knight. Is like anything else, like on Hollow Knight, like sp specifically, you want to talk about at all? I mean, really, for the most part, that kind of just tops it. I don't know. There's like a lot of unique. One of the big things that doesn't, well, it, it does get somewhat talked about, is the uniqueness of characters. Like, certain mm -hmm. characters actually, like, have really, really interesting foundations, and, like, some characters that you may think are one-dimensional, like Zote, for example, where he's just like, I'm arrogant, and I think I'm better than you. And that's, like, his entire thing <laughs> overall throughout the entire game is just that. But, like, they really add a lot of depth to it where, like, they don't even include him into it, but, like, for example, there's there's an ability where you can actually check people's dreams, or you can check what yep. people are thinking, in a sense. And have you seen what Zotes is at the very end? I have not. I don't think so. Uh -huh. No, maybe. So he he's got. Speaking of him being a one dimensional character, at the very end, after you get him out of the Coliseum of Fools, like you have mm -hmm. to beat him, and he's like a one hit. Yeah, and you just so easy. Win. Yeah. Because it's Zote. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you go back and you can you can dream nail him, mm -hmm. and he'll talk about how he's like, I did it. I completed my quest. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, and so he just talks about how like he also had feelings of like insecurity and all this other stuff, but now yeah. he feels like a hero for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so he's weird. A... For for times, I think if I remember right, I can't remember wholeheartedly. But I think, like, if you did Dream Nail him in the past, like, in, a, like, the previous areas, it would mm. just kind of be kind of him, like, not really believing all of it. But, <laughs> yes, like, yeah. yeah. But the split second that fight's over, he's like, I'm a god. 
I have yeah. lost. <laughs> and I have lost proudly. Like, suck it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I found that game, like, really, really cool. There was just depth everywhere. Like, in oh, every little nook and cranny, there was like, oh, look, there's a little bit of detail here that I didn't oh. expect here. Like, uh, I wouldn't find thing. any of that detail on a AAA title, honestly. Are you talking about, like, when you would sit next to that one bug and then she started blushing? <laughs> when you sit next to the one bug, she started blushing? That's a cool yeah. detail. Oh, hello, so but there's a, there's a Mr. Mushroom that appears yes. throughout the game. And if you talk to him, he'll just be gibberish. But you mm -hmm. dream nail him, you can read what he says. Yeah. And it's basically, like, stuff like, hey, Hollow Nest is gone, but the mushroom people are going to be here forever. Suck <laughs> <laughs> so, it. Yeah, and just like lots of little bits of humor and just crazy yeah. bits of lore and just oh it's so yeah. good and then sometimes it's just like you literally go and there's not like a, a reward for that, a reward per se mm -hmm. but just more lore just another character just something so like yeah every little avenue in that game even if they're not giving something to you it still feels like they're giving something so. yeah exactly like even when you uh i think you're talking about it before we actually started the stream when you get the uh the hunter's journal the hunter's journal mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things doesn't matter like i no. actually on my first playthrough somehow missed it for a majority of the game <laughs> like a long time and i was just kind of scrolling back and i was like what the fuck is in this cave and i'm just like mildly panicked because i think i'm gonna die but it's just like uh -huh. oh no he just gives me a goodie okay great awesome cool but, like yeah but that opens in itself like a huge amount of like detail and information on characters to the mm -hmm. point where I was like, whoa, there's a lot more that's going on behind the scenes in this thing. Like, yeah, and, and, and straight up just getting that extra little bit of just the text for yeah. each bad guy just by getting that like that felt like a huge win for me because I was like, it might be funny. It might be. It might tell me something cool. It, I like. I was a hundred percent on board for all of that. I only have five more to go. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's it's one of those games where like if you don't really care about lore, that's fine. Like the mm -hmm. game doesn't throw the lore in your face and expect you to nope. understand it, which is kind of cool because when yeah. you do want to look into the lore, it feels like you're actually like exploring to learn rather than mm -hmm. just being like, oh, I need to go. I need to go access all the dialogue options. It, it doesn't oh, yeah. feel like that at all. So yeah. I, I just give it like solid props all across the board. It's one of the few indie titles that really, really stands out as like a title in itself, just based on like the sheer amount of like effort and depth that they went in on everything. So I always give People it credit on that. Game. Yeah, exactly. Like it shows. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, I, I, I think it, that's yeah, about think... that for my rants. <laughs> <laughs> oh man our our monthly hollow knight quota yeah. <laughs> basically <laughs> when another dlc we'll start this all over oh yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> um so we have a quick little update not to spend mm -hmm. like a ton of time on it but we have an update to a story that we've talked about a couple different times on uh, the podcast mm -hmm. and that has to do with uh current administration tariffs on chinese goods um so Sony said that with the uh, PlayStation 5, which is going to be more expensive than PlayStation 4 when it was released, um, it, we're going to see probably another price hike on it uh, due to the Chinese or due to U.S. tariffs on Chinese goods. Um, we're currently looking at about a 25% increase on um, 
over $300 billion worth of uh, Chinese products, and that's going to include the PlayStation system. Uh, doesn't sound like Sony is going to be taking steps to mitigate that, like Nintendo mm-hmm. has. Uh, Nintendo has um, started investing in uh, Vietnam mm-hmm. uh, for some manufacturing uh, to help try to mitigate some of the uh, damages that could occur, do, uh, profit damages, because the profit margins on these consoles are very, very small. Right. Um, so sounds like the ps5 is going to be more expensive it releases in 2020 so hopefully by the Mm -hmm. time that it it does release we have some of these issues sorted out right um so that's just kind of like the update if you guys have any thoughts or feelings to share feel more than welcome it's just honestly for me it's just frustrating that they're not taking any steps i get it i like i do understand because i do like i understand that the profit margins for consoles aren't the greatest at the same Mm -hmm. time you're already making consoles that are upwards of like four hundred dollars like yeah for me personally i can't justify another hundred dollars on a console just to have a console and then maybe get some games like a couple of exclusives that come out like yeah for me that's not worth it at all in the slightest i just think or actually, I don't think this. Caitlin thinks this, no. but <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about it right before we got oh, on. And it was, uh, I think that doing stuff like this mm-hmm. is just further going to push people away from console. Yeah, like yeah. they're just going to keep moving more towards like PC gaming, which is already kind of how the market feels, especially with like Microsoft, Microsoft having their Game Pass on the PC already. Mm-hmm. It just feels like that's kind of how the trend is going. Yeah. I could also I could also see it pushing people towards um, some subscription services yeah. or mobile gaming as well. I think yeah. if the cost of a uh, co- a new console, which so we don't know exactly what's going to happen to Microsoft mm-hmm. uh, yet. At least I don't I haven't seen anything really appear. I can I probably know where they it. make their Xboxes. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I can actually see this maybe being to Google's uh, benefit, which as a quick aside, they're actually doing the Monday before GamesCon, they're doing a Stadia Connect. So we'll talk about that that following mm-hmm. uh, day on the podcast uh, for any of our listeners who are really excited about Stadia news. I have no um, hope for it. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> That's, yeah. all I That's all I got. But well, I can... I'm cautiously optimistic. I hope that it works because I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I just don't think we can do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, man. As a quick tangent on the uh, Stadia thing, mm-hmm. um, my my opinion is it the technology. They're just this is going to be the consumer way that they're selling this technology. Mm-hmm. The real way they're going to sell this technology is if they go to like production companies mm-hmm. who or like manufacturing companies who have to run big heavy software like CAD programs or if they're running mm-hmm. like After Effects or like Blender or whatever game dev studios mm-hmm. that have to like render all these big 3D things and that they'll rent out these servers to do that production and create these models and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that way they don't have to uh have these giant rigs that are running all the time. That's and where honest- I think Stadia is probably going to work the best. Yeah. Honestly, that's not like that's not too far off from being possible because you don't need the second to second input on right. programs. Yeah. Like that, so you can fudge it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
<laughs> but uh, back to Sony's PlayStation thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think this is it. It's certainly going to hurt Sony. It kind of depends on how Microsoft and Nintendo pivot to deal with these uh, tariffs. If the tariffs do go through, mm-hmm. especially when we hit um, 2020 Christmas time, uh, where these where these companies are going to re- be relying on these sales. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to kind of see, I think it's going to push people towards, like you said, PC gaming. And I think it's going to push a lot of casual gamers towards mobile gaming oh, yeah. um, even more. Which that in China anyways, mobile gaming is more of the market there. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, most people have access to phones and things like that. So it's, it's great. And then there's just no incentive to buy bigger consoles or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. No, there really isn't just like, I, I don't know. I'm still really thinking about like a $500 PS5 and then having to pay <laughs> like another $60 for an exclusive yeah. and then like probably yeah. going to have to pay even more just based or on like... you could get a $2,000 iPhone. <laughs> right? <laughs> and you've got gaming indefinite. <laughs> oh, man. I just, I just think like $500 could easily get me a new graphics card and then I'm going... <laughs> yeah, like, right. At that yeah. point, yeah. I don't need to even fret at like at all. No, mm-hmm. if you invest in like a relatively mid-tier PC, you can update yeah. it for the next couple of years, and it remains as good as whatever PlayStation's flagship thing is. So. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's the Sony update. Any other mm-hmm. thoughts on it before we move on? Tariffs suck. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. As as oh as we say, anytime we have something like this. Uh, come up on the show we're not telling you guys how to vote we just encourage you guys to vote and get educated because policies do affect your wallet i know politics sounds boring to most people especially <laughs> if you're in high school or in college that's why we're but it affects politics right after this <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> but it affects your wallet it is important to pay attention to it because taxes and tariffs you know that's mm-hmm. this is no longer there. <laughs> it's like, not your wallet anymore. I'm so glad you had a physical bit. Too. Yeah, I was like, yeah, <laughs> I, do, I, I don't need money in my wallet. I'll show my credit card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me grab oh, my man. social. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what else do you need? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's the Sony PlayStation thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of light on the news in terms of our niche Mm -hmm. um so i had a topic i wanted to talk about and i've been Mm -hmm. wanting to talk about it for a little while um and that is when do you guys give up on games um in kind of like a couple aspects here so the first being and we can talk about this here is like projects that haven't been released yet games that are like in development hell games that are like kickstarter projects or Mm -hmm. um you know crowdfunded in some other way we you know people don't get their hands on playable demos or maybe we do get playable demos but we don't get a full game Mm -hmm. um and kind of part of what spurred this on was there is a game called police 1013 um from what i understand police 1013 
uh, was quote, ruined me. by streamers. <laughs> yeah, it was ruined by Everybody else's fault. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this guy can't be blamed. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, Police Ten Thirteen was the ultimate police simulator. It was mm-hmm. uh, kickstarted in uh, 2013. Um, was kind of stuck at, like in development hell. Um, mm-hmm. The the main guy went through two development teams. All sorts of other drama behind the scenes. He's uh, going after YouTubers, uh, Big Fry and um, Sid Alpha, among some other folks, I think. Um, but w- what's interesting is that nobody got a playable demo from this project uh, on <laughs> from Police 1013. Um, <laughs> nobody got their hands to try it out or whatever. And so it, that seems really strange for a game that's been in development for uh, the better part of a decade. So in terms of Kickstarter projects and things that are, you know, supposed to be coming out, when do you guys give up? When do you guys say, I don't care anymore. I'm not going to pay attention. I'm not going to hold my breath for this, you know? Well, first part for me, you got to have at least some gameplay available. Like that has to be a thing. Like I am not going to buy into an idea. Like we kind of talked about this Mm -hmm. like a couple of weeks ago when uh, we were talking about, I'm trying to remember what game it was. Basically, it was like a Raw. team of two people. Yes, it was. It was a team of two people trying to make an RP with all of the things, like everything. And I'm just mm-hmm. sitting over here, like, you know how much GTA costed? Like you, <laughs> like that. That's like the closest thing you're gonna get, and that's not that. So I got bad news for you, Chief. There's no way in hell you're doing <laughs> that with two people. Like you gotta have at least a semi-reasonable scope, obviously. Mm-hmm. as well as like some sort of proof that like you can actually do something like if you're just trying to Terrible. sell me on an idea and then that's it like that's the same reason why like when we we're watching uh e3 this year bethesda's conference was by far the worst one because there was maybe <laughs> one game that actually had gameplay footage and everything else was cinematics and it's like yeah uh, do you expect me to buy into that like at all like it's not no <laughs> Not the slightest. I refuse. <laughs> um, yeah, you have to have at least some sort of actual gameplay and then back it up by, like, proving that it's gameplay. We see that with Anthem, where it's yeah. just like, oh, yeah, no, that's totally gameplay. And realistically, it's just, like, the world's tiniest, like, demo footage that they just really I, showed. I always think back to Watch Dogs, the mm-hmm. original E3 mm-hmm. demo of that and just yes. how impressive the weather effects were and everything mm-hmm. like that and then just what we got was a joke <laughs> in yeah. comparison and yeah. uh yeah no if if there's no gameplay I, absolutely not I won't invest in your idea mm-hmm. so well that's uh, what I was trying to think of like the games that we've been we've either supported like uh once upon a coma we actually played a demo from it and talked with the developers and everything mm-hmm. And then, like, the other one was Janine LeClue. Mm-hmm. And, like, you got to see it actually in person. And then I got, we played the demo together. And it's just one of those games. It's so beautiful. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. And I know my mom's watching so she can enjoy this. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they could look straight up just be like, all right, we're murdering your mom. And I would still pay for that game. <laughs> like, that's how much I would pay right now. Uh... <laughs> it's just so beautiful. And he is constantly pushing updates which mm-hmm. is part of the reason that i mm-hmm. we supported it early is because he's like here's what i'm doing here's the bugs i'm working on and yeah everything like that yeah no i i guess yeah that's the other thing is like uh i can tell that you're making progress 
yeah mm-hmm. uh, like not not just like oh there's a playable demo but like this playable demo is actively different than this one mm-hmm. i mean yes. if i'm just getting hey mellow <laughs> <laughs> if i'm just getting the same thing over and over again and mm-hmm. uh it doesn't look like you're putting any invested interest or you're using the money to actually mm-hmm. improve the game then yeah yeah i'm gonna step back mm-hmm. so yeah I think it's a little shady to me. I think the one big example I have, which was probably like my first example when it came to like early access as a whole, because I'm going to kind of like put that into that field, was DayZ. And the big issue about DayZ standalone is that uh, it was inherently broken. And then every update that they did wasn't actually to fix anything that was broken, it was just to add in more. And, like, that's not mm-hmm. how you Broken develop stuff. anything. Like, just in general, mm-hmm. like, if you're at least, bare minimum, get something that works correctly. Like, yes. anything that, like, works correctly and move from there. Don't be like, oh, the game's kind of broken. But what if we add in more <laughs> vehicles and, like, 17 different types of soda? Because that actually happened. And I was like, I don't understand what the update, like, path on this is at all. To my understanding, I'm pretty sure it's even in the same boat now. And like, oh, I don't think it's improved at all. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was so bad to the point where, like, for those who don't know what Daisy is, it's essentially like a zombie simulator. Like, that's yeah. pretty much what it is. Um, and it started out as an Armor 3 mod. Yes. Yeah. It, yes. It initially started out as an Armor 3 mod, which is an important thing to note, too, is that, like, as a mod, it wasn't bad. Because mm-hmm. as a mod, you already have most of the infrastructure already there. You don't really need to, like, do too much to make it work. When you start trying to make it into a standalone thing, that puts it on an entirely different level where you can't rely on that. You cannot rely on that infrastructure in the slightest. So, like... And, oh, sorry. It's, I was going to add to the... You were talking about how they were adding other stuff just mm-hmm. over and over again. And, like, they weren't fixing bugs. Yes. That's another red flag. Like, straight yes. up. Because... That's just straight up them saying we added new stuff. They're trying mm-hmm. to entice new people into it. Exactly. Like they're they don't care about the game. They mm-hmm. care about making money. Yes. <laughs> and like any any dev studio that's doing that and just continually releasing a bad game, mm-hmm. that's that's where their heads at. A hundred percent. Yeah. I feel like Wild Eight was that way for a little bit too. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, real quick, good. if you guys want to bring the dog up on your laps, you can. <laughs> <laughs> or is it just? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm like you guys are kind of like off to the side <laughs> he dropped down so we're like... yeah, it's all good um he's wanting attention right now yeah so. it's, it's the so... most inconvenient time <laughs> oh it's it's good um oh, man and i'm sure the people that are in the watching live or watching the vod just really want to see the dog <laughs> uh so back so back to like daisy mm-hmm. um in, so you gave up how how early on it with Daisy? I gave it I gave it a chance because I gave mm-hmm. it like I bought it. Oh man, I don't even remember when I bought it. It was not that long after its like release, so I was like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe maybe they just don't like maybe they're not there yet. Maybe they're like trying to figure out how to update it. So maybe they're adding in random bullshit that doesn't really matter. But like. Right. Yeah. It's nothing, like, crazy. Like, throwing in a soda can or two, that's like, okay, you change some mm-hmm. textures, big whoop, nobody yeah. cares. But, like, <laughs> yeah. want to fight about a- it. after that point of time where, like, the gameplay itself is frustrating, 
the <laughs> like there's no active measures taken like there really isn't there's no you uh, update measures spending 20 minutes walking to your friends every time you started up hell game. no <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't a fan of like spawning in and immediately starting to death <laughs> and just be like what is happening i have no idea what's going on i guess i got another 30 minutes and i'm by the town that starts with the r yeah where are you at <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Oh man. Um yeah, I don't know. I gave that one I gave that one a fair amount of time. Um mm -hmm. in comparison to a lot of other ones. That was one of my first like moments where I acknowledged that like as as a gamer before that point, I'd even really consider the whole like uh companies just really want your money. That's like the big thing. It's like <laughs> yeah. they really, 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 really want your money. So like I was just like, oh, I'm sure it'll be okay. Like at most it's gonna be eh. And I was just like, this is fucking horrible. Like, this it is atrocious. Got, it never got better than eh. It, it, yeah, yeah sure. exactly. And I was just like, oh, God, no. Um, so that kind of put me on that train. Um, Destiny, the original Destiny, was another one that I had a big, like, frustration point with, which doesn't really classify as that early access title or maybe that pre-release. But it was, it was definitely a game that was hugely overhyped. Like, it was very, yes. very massively overhyped, and everybody can acknowledge mm -hmm. that. Um, to the point where, like, when you start up the game, and, like, when you're halfway into the game, and it's, like, the most, like, well-known thing, and the game tells you, I don't have time to explain why I don't have time to explain <laughs> about the fucking story. Like, I'm just, like, I don't know what's going on right now. I don't know why I'm playing this at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah, just, like, blatant not care of your title mm -hmm. will show in gameplay. Like, it'll easily oh, yeah. show in gameplay, which is what makes it, like, so important to have that. Um, and the, the sucky thing about Destiny is, like, the gunplay and moment-to-moment mm -hmm. stuff is so good. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's very, very good. And uh, But then, like, on a whole, you run out of things to do within yeah. the first 20 minutes. Well, so. I'm really curious to see, you know, now since they, like, bought oh, yeah, everything since Bungie out. Bought out mm -hmm. the contract. Um, they pushed their first update to October without... Yeah. And I'm really excited to kind of see how that goes because the changes that they just kind of want to make mm -hmm. seem totally drastic to what yeah. it, how it was yeah. originally sold. So I'd like to know how much was like Fast Activision mm -hmm. just messing with them. <laughs> yeah. Um, did, did you want to say something, Danny? Well, I was going to ask a, a pointed question, but um, yeah, if you have something, Ren. Oh, I was just going to say. Destiny One sucks. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. much it. It's a cash grab trying to get you to buy yeah. DLC. Yeah. That's it. Um, so, unfortunately, I fell yeah. for it. Oh, I know so, that feeling all too well. Here's my pointed question. Okay. Um, and this is at Anani Bob. Okay. Because you yeah. you uh because you work in in programming. Uh -huh. in, is it okay if I say like what field? I won't say company wise. Yeah, you can say what field. Uh, so you, I mean, you work in game game development, yeah, in mobile games, and mm -hmm. so I'm all about trying to bleed money out of people. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess my pointy question though is just knowing, um, you know, knowing what it is to develop a game, you know, I what are the red flags like in the marketing or like in dev updates or dev blogs Hello. that maybe like a regular person, regular consumer wouldn't notice that um, would throw a red flag up for you one of the big things for me is uh anytime the marketing 
and doesn't match the gameplay mm -hmm. anytime that you you're getting marketing materials that actively are different than the type of game that it's going to be mm -hmm. that's always a red flag mm -hmm. uh yeah you can just let them down and go <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> there's another dog and he doesn't like got it yeah. he's got to go tell that dog what's up <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah that, that's a big one a anytime that you're getting that anytime that you're getting uh drastically different th aspects of that mm -hmm. a big one for mobile games is whenever you get the tower defense ad to go mm -hmm. play their game which is not a tower defense <laughs> like uh i just don't <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, in general uh it really comes down to a lack of care. Like you'll mm -hmm. see they keep adding, um, they keep adding uh, like currencies mm -hmm. and things like that, but they're not adding new things to do. Mm -hmm. uh, like those, in my opinion, there's always just tricks to try and be like, Oh, I don't really understand what I'm buying. <laughs> so yeah. mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't know. It, 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 it just comes down to, uh, there's a feel you can just kind of feel scummy games yeah. and uh destiny one definitely has a bit of scum throughout it <laughs> uh and daisy had that same scum and mm -hmm. there are plenty of mobile games not the ones i make mind you <laughs> uh, that, that definitely have sort of scum on them but mm -hmm. you know to each their own too because i i don't like candy crush but i know that a lot of people get right a lot out of it so mm -hmm. But it doesn't advertise itself as not a match three. So, yeah, <laughs> that was and I want to say it was a video from maybe Upper Echelon or Legacy mm. Killer. Excuse me. One of them kind of went through and dissected advertising and marketing from mobile games. Mm -hmm. um, that was really interesting in how a lot of the like cutscenes or the 3D renders, a lot of them were like reskins of already mm -hmm. existing cutscenes and renders. Yes. Um, and funnily enough, um, he mentioned the he was going through an email that he got from who I presume now he doesn't say this, but I presume from the way that he described everything was Raid Shadow Legends, mm -hmm. um, who we've talked about on the stream because I'm for whatever reason still fucking playing this goddamn. <laughs> Are you sponsored by them? <laughs> no. <laughs> We're probably one of the few people on the fucking internet not sponsored by Rage Shadow Legends. <laughs> oh man. Uh but he he talked about that and he like showed a skepticism. Strangely <laughs> enough, that was like the one game that like Oh yeah, no. The marketing actually matches up pretty well to what the game actually is. Oh yeah, I mean, if it, basically if you get that, like, it means that the marketing team, the upper management, the people that are developing it, they're all talking mm -hmm. to each other. They're all wanting to make mm -hmm. and sell that game, mm -hmm. right? And if they're doing that, then at least they they care. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. and, and that's a huge aspect of it. And, but if you're not getting like consistent messages it means that there's a disconnect between the people making the game and the people selling the game mm -hmm. and there's like competing competing streams of, of what their goals are and right everybody knows marketing people are bad people so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um 
so you know that's like we, you know we kind of started out talking about kickstarter games and we kind of got into some other spots there but i also wanted to talk about early access games mm-hmm. now there's a couple early access games that i've looked at that and i uh there's one that i bought into mm-hmm. um that i can talk about too but like the, so the one that i've been watching and waiting for reviews to kind of get better, see what they add, see how good it gets, is Hunt Showdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a battle royale where not only are you supposed to try to, like, kill other um, players, but you're also trying to kill a uh, NPC monster. It's set in Louisiana, very Lovecraftian, eldritch horror mm-hmm. um, kind of situation. Um, the reason I didn't purchase it was the optimization was bad it was kind of glitchy um i had people i watched some people try to play it and it just didn't you know run well for them and i had a a comparable if not uh worse rig Mm -hmm. and so i'm kind of just been waiting for that game to get better Mm -hmm. like in terms of optimization and playability and stuff like that in those kind of situations, when you're look, when you're really interested in a game, everything seems, in terms of like the marketing and the gameplay, seems above board. But you're waiting for it to be a product worth your purchase. When do you give up? So, is there like a point in time you guys decide this is not worth my purchase anymore? So, for that particular thing, I actually have kind of like a direct example. So, mm-hmm. um, was it Oxygen Not Included just recently got released, mm-hmm. and I hear that game is super good. But, but uh, it's been it's been in early access for quite a while, and honestly, what I always find myself doing with it is like I was waiting for it to get more like filled out, like more fleshed out, more you know, su- like something. Um, mm-hmm. It always turns out that it never does, even when it goes full, like full release. Is like yes, it's where they want it to be to the point where it's fully released, but. I feel like if the core concept really is not grabbing me enough to really sell me there right there and now, it probably never will. I'm only recently finding this one out now where it's just like, there's a few games I've been looking at where I'm just like, I'm considering getting this. I just need to wait for more. And then even if more shows up, it's still not enough. Like it'll never, it'll never match that expectation. I really want it to be. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that that always seems to be the case for me personally. It's kind of like one of those fleeting things where it's like one day I'll get you. I'm never going to get that game. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That That's it for me, personally. It's, yeah, hey I, don't, I don't know. That's, that's <laughs> my opinion of it, at least. I just kind of find myself in that loop of like, I want to get it, but I also can't justify the money on getting this. Like, I just can't. Like, yeah. sorry. <laughs> so I know one of the ones that we've purchased into, and it's kind of like, I deeply love it, but you're always irritated with it and it's filed eight and mm-hmm. they finally started pushing updates that have fixed a lot of the bugs, but it's still one of those things that it will just kind of do random things where it will either like a cutscene will happen ahead for someone else. And then it just skips everybody mm-hmm. else. So no one else can kind of see what's going on mm-hmm. or like, um, one of their big bosses will come and it's just like undefeatable. You just can't touch it. It's just too good and, and stuff like that. And you just end up losing stuff, and it's a big, like, survival game. Mm-hmm. And I, we play with you and with the other person that we usually uh, do games with, 
and they both despise it because of that because usually you guys are the ones that are fighting all the bad guys mm -hmm. and... you're just hanging out and collecting food and like, yeah <laughs> but i love it and i i'm like always like let's play it and you guys are like no i hate that game it hasn't gotten better there was a glitch for a, a long time where none of us were on the same time even though we started together mm -hmm. so it would be nighttime for one character which is one more like wolves or polar bears and all that come out and it would be daytime for another. Yeah, so they huh. would actively not see the polar bear that was killing me, and even though like we that. were like <laughs> on the same server. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's right there. What yeah, are you talking and about? He, he, we're all like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so that room. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just like, it's had a lot of stuff broken, and I'm mm -hmm. just like still not willing to give up on it because like <laughs> I really enjoy the story, but you're yeah. done with it. That reminds me of a game that I played, and I used to play. It used to be a, the first version of this game. It's called Dead Frontier. It used to be a browser game, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that I played in high school, <laughs> and I saw. Oh, hey, look! They they did a Dead Frontier two. It's on Unity. Let me download this, and I had my friend, uh, friend of the stream, Bubba Pudding, also download it, and we were, and I think a couple other people. And not only was it difficult for us to. <laughs> dogs being difficult he's being a nightmare this evening <laughs> <laughs> he's like they're on a podcast let me be <laughs> let me be as ridiculous as possible for a little bit just so um, uh, we look bad dog parents <laughs> <laughs> so like we would get like in the same server mm -hmm. but we would not see like the same things on the map yeah mm -hmm. which was really awful and i kind of actually want to go back and play dead frontier 2 <laughs> just to see and if see they if improved it, it. Mm -hmm. yeah because it's free i used to play dead frontier 1 quite a bit i put a lot of hours when i was and let me just say dead frontier 1 is probably the reason i did not do well in algebra <laughs> 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 but uh you know i haven't used algebra since so who's the real loser <laughs> um, dead frontier <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> um oh, so man. yeah that 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 sounds like a like that glitch it just it took me right back to that experience of like yeah there's a zombie on my screen where the fuck is this zombie i don't see this <laughs> <Yeah. zombie." laughs> um uh, not to sound like i played games a lot when i was way <laughs> long time ago but uh i just always think about halo 2 and mm -hmm. and how broken that game was in a lot of ways mm-hmm and uh how i got probably the most fun out of playing it when it was completely busted mm -hmm. so like when you're just outside the map when you were doing all of the sword canceling glitches and stuff like that like I, I don't know a game being broken isn't necessarily a good reason to give up on it. Mm -hmm. right uh, so i i think it, it just comes down to if if they're updating it if if they're they're showing that they have a commitment to it Mm -hmm. uh that you giving money to them actively goes to it then pff, you stick with it as long as you want bud mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh yeah but yeah I, I don't know some some games are good when they're broke some aren't <laughs> yeah daisy being one of them <laughs> that, that so like when bungie communicated a lot mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i mean they were actively doing stuff with the game they were actively uh trying to put out new maps and stuff like that and that, that's part of where those broken things came from so mm -hmm. so whatever uh i don't think i don't know i 
I have lots of good experiences from bad game glitches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think that, you know, keep keep at games. Just, just, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> yeah. As long as they're putting effort. Mm-hmm. I, I say and it's a game you personally are getting joy out of and it's not Cuphead. Then you're good to go. <laughs> so. Throwing some shade at Cuphead. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so another early access game that I've played, and we can talk about this more as like maybe like live service games. Uh-huh. Um, it was a game called Squad. Squad is kind of like that happy medium between Arma mm-hmm. and Battlefield. It has more hardcore, tactical, realistic aspects to it. Everyone has their roles. It's a little bit slower paced. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not very twitchy, um, but it had it. But unlike Arma, it's not like, um, you know, unlike Arma, you don't have like carry weights. And if I carry, you know, some five, five, six for my friend over there, he can carry, you know, you know, my gunner can have more ammunition to spit down range because I don't need that much five, five, six. I'm running, you know, a UMP that takes, you know, 45 ACP that's lighter, whatever. Arma has all those little bits yeah. and pieces yeah. that people have squad didn't have that so it was a nice casual experience for people mm-hmm. who still wanted some hardcore tactical shooting yeah the problem that i ended up having with squad and i played a hell of a lot of squad um and i've done it on stream within the last year for sure um i have 116 hours in it 113 wow. hours in it so i played quite a bit of it and i played played quite a bit with friends was my big thing was they kept saying they were adding stuff in mm-hmm. and, they, and they were adding things in but the um you know optimization suffered you know when i first bought it they actually did a great optimization update i was running great frames but it seems Mm -hmm. like the more they added um the worse my optimization got over time or the worse the optimization got over time and then the other part of it being was that servers made it the way that they have their multiplayer set up because it is on a grander scale it's like a 48 versus 48 uh team thing mm-hmm. um the way and we talked about this before that you you know can't really party up mm-hmm. you know you can't go into a server with a party and, and play with your friends you inevitably get split up you end up on opposite sides of the teams you guys um you know maybe can't seem to get a full squad together and mm-hmm. uh and that makes your gameplay suffer um they didn't really do anything to help on the social aspect of it player rates were kind of meh i mean they're good for the size of the game and you could find good server you know good full servers but if you got like at a peak time where like the more popular servers were full Mm -hmm. good luck getting into it or you know getting a full game in another server and so stuff like that kind of made my interest wane in that game so but i'd already bought into it you know i'm I'm still getting the updates they added mods i'm actually interested to go back into it right now because they added mod support Mm -hmm. um but let's say you guys did buy into a game and it just kind of it's early access and you just feel like it's kind of petering out what are some like red sign or you know red flags or some signs that you guys see um or like your enjoyment uh you know warrants no longer supporting the game <laughs> buying into the game i guess 
Um, I guess for me, it's just frequency of updates goes down, quality mm-hmm. of updates goes down, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. Um, the other big thing for me is it's just they're they're not focusing on making the game, uh, making the game if it's multiplayer, having really really solid like net code. To, mm-hmm. So things are sunk up, like kind of focusing on the wrong tenets of yeah. their development and things like that. Like, oh, I'm going to make a game about world building, and it they don't ever focus on that aspect of it. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I mean, they could have good intentions, but but they never get to the thing that I'm invested in. Right. Um, there was a, there's a game called, it was called Castle Story. I don't know if you guys... Remember ever seeing anything like that? I think I've heard about it once before. I think, maybe it's it's um only way I can describe it is these small like yellow blobus marshmallow people mm-hmm. are you <laughs> command them kind of like in an RTS and they can go around collecting resources, uh, mining things like that, and then they build uh, actual three D structures out of those things, um, like block by block. Mm-hmm. And I was super into that game for a long time. I, I think it's out of early access now and everything like that. But I remember um, buying it when it was. And I was just so underwhelmed by how little there was to do. Uh, how, how like they had sold that it was going to have lots of bad guys and, and interesting interactions between the little marshmallow people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it didn't have any of that yet and maybe they were going to get to it but I, I just I kind of felt lied to a little bit right. mm-hmm. it's it's so like uh, that's a that's a big red flag for me and it, it probably always will be is any time that I'm just like straight up this game isn't what you advertised mm-hmm. and uh, you're advertising it to be that and maybe we never get there or maybe we will. I don't know. It's, it's weird. And I so. feel like a lot of AAA titles lately, like I feel like Sea of Thieves did, mm-hmm. obviously Fallout 76. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was that one game? It was in space. Are you talking about Star Citizen again? No, no we're not talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it was called. It was like a very empty game when it first launched. It oh, No Man's Sky? Yes, no yes, yeah. yes, yeah, got it. And <laughs> just still, like, it's, yeah, like uh, games like that. Who, like, mm-hmm. No Man's Sky is a great example of a game that it probably should have been early access, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. because if they would have marketed themselves as that and were working on making it better, it'd basically be Astroneer. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. <laughs> no Man's Sky is a really interesting example because it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't played it, but that game was a meme on launch. It, yes. it very much was like the epitome of, you know, too much hype, too high of expectations on the part of consumers and fans. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, it made a rare comeback. And this is, I mean, kind of a a good segue into um, into kind of the live service aspect of this whole question on giving up on games you know we can always hold out for a no man's sky to, <laughs> to happen, right I, I think it's rare 
Um, you know, games like Anthem and Fallout 76, where there's a lot of hype, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of promise there. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't happen. And on like release, you know, buggy messes and you poorly optimized, <laughs> a lot of broken promises on the part of developers. Uh, in we can talk about this in terms of like Fallout 76. In fact, I kind of mm-hmm. want to. Um, you know, when, when do you stop holding your breath that something is going to become that it's going to be redeemed? When do you stop holding your breath that Fallout 76 is going to have the comeback that No Man's Sky did? To me, it depends oh. how heavily like foundational the core issues are. Like the yeah. big issues with Fallout 76 is it's a single player engine that they tried to put in multiplayer into and that yeah. they just yeah. failed miserably. It was, it was an internal mod that they played with. Yes, exactly. That, yeah. That they and thought this is what people want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. And it's like that in itself when you're just kind of like, oh, we're just gonna throw this into the thing and see what the fuck happens. Maybe it'll work. I don't know. <laughs> and like you can you can easily see that during the beta stages. I played it during the beta. And holy mm-hmm. mother of God, I have never seen a game so broken in my life. I really, yeah. I'm not even joking. It was atrocious in at least <laughs> like 10 bugs a minute. Like oh, a- yeah. actually 10 Ooh, like different rate. bugs a minute. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, how how big of like a fail could you have possibly made in such a state? Like I'm, I my plan initially was to wait a month, see what happened. And then, like, mm-hmm. I played it the next day during the beta, and I was like, it's just getting worse. It's, it like, somehow, or during <laughs> beta days people. itself, it's getting to be a worse and worse game over time. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, now there's a core issue with, like, the multiplayer doesn't work. The AI doesn't work. Like, yeah. there's no, uh, there's nothing pulling me into this. I'm in an empty landscape where enemies either don't move, or just T-pose, <laughs> or just, like... <laughs> have a gun like tied to their hand that just points upwards and you're just like i don't know what's happening like i really don't understand how you could have possibly messed this up so bad like when your core issues are that bad i'm now at the point where like i was planning on waiting for a year to like maybe see what happened as a joke to myself like maybe maybe it's something Maybe if you wanted a way to punish yourself, that would be how you would do it. <laughs> exactly. So like, you know what? I, you know, I over and I'm going to play Fallout 76. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I don't know. Um, like, but that's a good point because uh, with No Man's Sky making a little bit of comeback, it wasn't mm-hmm. fundamentally broken. It just right. was empty. empty. Yeah. Yes. And so, like, it just needed to add stuff, which is why I think if it was an early access game, mm-hmm. nobody would have been upset. Nobody would have thrown a fit. Mm-hmm. they would be like oh yeah okay, it's not it's not done so yeah yeah whereas and, fallout 76 is we gave it the stamp of approval yeah and even to that degree like i i feel the same way that you feel about no man's sky in terms of anthem i feel like the game mm-hmm. itself isn't necessarily broken like i can see the ability to upgrade that game and to make it something meaningful like yeah. there is that possibility there you can see it in terms of like the sheer quality aspects that they put into the game. It's not nearly what they advertised, but you can definitely see that there was really effort put into a lot of certain things. And I give them credit for that. Yeah. Um, bones. <laughs> yeah the the gunplay isn't great. Like the enemies aren't exactly super meaningful. The sound design of weapons is probably one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. Where like, I just feel like I'm shooting all of my guns are pea shooters and I don't know what's going on. 
Um, I'm also in a tunnel. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, it's things like that, but the fundamentals there aren't necessarily broken. Like, there's no mm -hmm. part of it that I was playing where I was like, this this sucks. Like, I can never justify getting this. Anthem's actually a game where, like, I, I'll give it, like, a chance if it gets better. If I hear something that's like, this really made it. For example, Destiny 2 didn't really give a chance until I heard Forsaken. Like, Forsaken yeah. is really yeah. what's helping this out. It's really driving it home. And, like, mm -hmm. that's really what's selling it. And, like, there's things like that. If Fallout 76 ever gets something like that, I don't think that's even going to change anything. I really don't. Like, it's so inherently busted internally <laughs> that, like, there's no, there's no fixing the situation. Even there's so... At, yeah, for me no personally, that up. yeah. For me personally, I do keep I keep updated with its updates because I like hearing what happens. Like I really yeah. do, <laughs> and like every single update reverts another update. Like they always break the previous one, so it's yeah. like, oh, we fixed we fixed a lot of optimization issues, but like the enemies now like don't work at all. All of them T pose, and it's like, okay, well we fixed the T posing. But now you well, just run into this issue where if you see an enemy, the game breaks. <laughs> like, that's that's that now. And it's like, mm. how? How? <laughs> like, really? How can you expect <laughs> me to come back to this? I don't know. And especially when they promise things like this one really got to me a lot. And, like, we talked about it during the E3 thing. We talked about it, like, after the E3 thing. But when they tried to sell NPCs as, like, oh, this is all intentionally planned. Like, yeah. we didn't want NPCs <laughs> in the first year. For, like, lore reasons. And it's like, this game barely has lore. I think, like, the main quest is finding six different, like, voice recordings. And that's that's the main quest. Like, that's it. Like, after that, you're done. Like, game over, you technically have won. But, like, I can't, I can't possibly believe that, like, that's your reasoning. It's like, oh, for lore reasons, we're bringing them back in. One, everything else in the game is broken. I can't expect the NPCs that talk to you to function properly at all. And if they even do, there's no way they have good dialogue. There, it's, it's so unlikely. I refuse to believe such a thing. Even when I played Fallout 76, I couldn't find a quest that had any sort of meaning at all. There was nothing there. It was quite literally like every single part everywhere was fundamentally broken. There was nothing that really was like this. This right here is what gives it a fighting chance. Like, with Anthem, while, like, the gunplay's whatever and things like that, the abilities are actually really cool. I always thought that was mm -hmm. really awesome to see. And, like, the character models were super awesome as well. Like, I always thought that was great. I never had any issue with that. So, like, when I look at Anthem, I think, okay, focus less on guns. Focus more on having awesome abilities. And then mm -hmm. revolve your game around that. Like, <laughs> just do that. Get rid of the guns. I could give two shits about the guns. The guns don't matter to me at the slightest. But, like, if you give me cool <laughs> abilities to use... I'm happy with something like uh, Destiny where they're like, okay, all right, we, we understand what the issue is. We're not introducing enough, like, good, fun, replayable content. Like, that's mm -hmm. really, like, one of the big issues when you play it vanilla is, like, it was essentially the same issue I ran into with Destiny 1 where it's like, I busted through the game. I, I finished the entire, like, main quest in a day. Now what? Yep. Now I can go now play I get to repeat if I want. Well, Maybe. Yeah. It's also like going back to Destiny when talking about demos. I remember when it was released and we all played it and we were like, oh, this is going to be so awesome. And then getting the game and it was literally just mm -hmm. the demo. Yeah, the demo like, was like 40% of the game at and that it was point. Like, okay, so, cool. Yeah. Like, oh, they're going to update on this. They're going to build this out. This is great. And then it, it just 
nothing that yeah. they didn't fix on anything. It was literally like the exact same thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Really disappointing. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. I think that's the big thing is you just have to understand like how core the issues are. Like mm -hmm. Fallout I I'm even still of the opinion that if they did it correctly, it would have been a cool experience. Like I still think yeah. that like there was an opportunity there that they just threw out the window and just basically into the trash. There was oh, yeah. a chance to make it work, but this was not the path to take. It was not to just kind of like <laughs> throw a mod into Fallout engine, see what happens. Like it's gonna so... work this time, guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's my big issue, really. Is like if the issues are so fundamental, where like I even even when I was playing, I was like, there's no way. There's no <laughs> way. Because I think like during the beta, the beta was like two weeks prior to its release. And the beta issues were so, so blatant to the point where I was like, I, I was frustrated trying to play it on stream because I'm like, I want to have fun with this. I want to like really <laughs> like this game. And it's like, we hate you. We hate you. We hate you. There's 20 different <laughs> bugs. Everything's broken. The game broke. Your save is gone. Like you look at a like an enemy is T-posing. This one's spinning in circles. And you're just like, okay, all right. I don't know what to tell you at this point. I got nothing. I, I don't know it's all gone so, exactly <laughs> so do you think it's kind of like a uh, a cracked foundation kind of situation where yes oh yeah yeah the, heavily there's cracks in that foundation you do not you can add as many additions onto this house as you want you can put it you know a fresh coat of paint on this house you can you know redo all the electrical but if that foundation is is cracked it's not worth anything exactly yeah mm. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Honestly. Start over. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, it's, it's kind of like what Rin was saying. Like, people want Fallout 76. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They want that game. They want to play Fallout with their friends. I mean, Everybody's much, wanted that. How much does our third person, he's like, come on, it's going to be good this time. Yes. And we're like, it's no. Like, no. Not. Well, I'm not buying Fallout 76. <laughs> Is it still $60? No. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man. I think it's, it's to the point where they're trying to that. sell it with literally anything possible. Last I heard, they were trying to yeah. sell it with controllers. Like, you buy a controller, oh, it's like, gosh. just take the game. And it's like, I don't want yeah. it. And it's like, no, it's take like, it, please. Dude, I know a lot of retailers are doing that. Yeah. PlayStation. yeah. A lot of retailers were actually doing that. It wasn't just Bethesda pushing the, like, I remember like a month after Fallout 76 came out, they were selling blue Yetis with it. But I heard that <laughs> retailers, yeah, that retailers were uh, making bundles, trying to mm -hmm. get rid of their stock of 76. Mm -hmm. um, which I was actually kind of thinking about it in terms of, you guys were talking about it being like, yeah, it's just, basically the skyrim with friends mod slapped mm -hmm. into fallout 4 and i had a i had a little bit of epiphany there's already a mmo that bethesda puts out yeah. called elder scrolls online yeah. and they could have <laughs> just taken probably a lot of the stuff from elder scrolls online mm -hmm. do you know and if, repurpose they, it. if they develop that in-house or do they farm that out now, that might be a zeny max thing you're right okay. i mean let me double check but still um elder scrolls online let me double check because well, i mean you're absolutely right that's what they wanted to make yeah yeah uh that's yeah that's a zenimax online studios is the developer but yeah so they should have just called them up and said hey we got some fallout assets if you can make them not depots you can use them <laughs> yeah yeah we can't put the, figure it out <laughs> yeah put the zenimax team i mean oh, that might man. actually it you know 
Ren, what they might actually need to do to bring you back is, okay, so we're going to start from the ground up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if if uh, I was going to go back, they would have to do an entire foundational overhaul. Because, like, I you. have zero faith in, like, whatever they're going to throw out for that game. Absolutely none. There's would you no go back way. if they gave you the actual canvas bag? Uh, if they gave me my $60 back then maybe uh. and also the canvas bag and maybe the helmet yeah. <laughs> they, they put you the, they put the, the canvas yeah. bag in one so <laughs> um, yeah, just send me a canvas bag filled with money and then i'll please <laughs> then then, then we're I even will, i'll really endure yeah oh man that game was great have you heard of the bugs they're so good <laughs> they're features sometimes oh, bugs are man. good yeah no i totally agree uh, to be honest i actually really do agree with that it's just yeah. like there's, there's there's good a, bugs which are like sometimes hilarious or maybe they add like a new mechanic like a good example yeah. is halo 2 where like in multiplayer half it's of the our... like multiplayer mechanics are based around bugs like yep. what is it bxr is mm -hmm. like a combination that you use to do like certain specific tasks um there's there's a lot of just like random weird combinations of just like buttons that you can mash and it's like i'm doing more damage like that's cool I give yeah. that credit. Like, at that point, you can almost just consider that a feature outright and just be like, if you're really smart and you look into these sorts of things, you can <laughs> pop off, dude. But, like, when it's... I mean, it's it's like speedrunners uh, yes. in all sorts of games. They use exploit to get the game uh, done yeah. faster. And stuff like that. Exactly. Like, some, so. some of the best speedruns for, like, Legend of Zelda have, like, wackiest bugs. Yeah. Yes. But they're so good. Yeah. But yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. If it's so, like, fundamentally broken in its own core... To the point where, like, I would rather buy the Skyrim mod than buying yeah. the game. <laughs> like, that's that's when I'm just like, oh, God, I made a mistake. This is a horrible choice. About this. <laughs> yeah. So oh, man, it was horrible. Absolutely atrocious. No, but yeah, I just I, I couldn't bring myself to buy it. No. Every time I looked at it and every time that I thought about follow. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way they could have done it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the other thing is like I think they could have gotten away with it if they like mm -hmm. at least had a realistic scope of oh, like yeah. if they leaned sort into of it a little bit too. Yeah, so. if they were just all like, well, one, this isn't gonna work out for like a giant ass multiplayer group. So there's no fucking way. Like that's yeah. mm -mm -mm -mm. no. Let's do like, two or three people. And yeah, pretend like there's more people. So yeah, exactly. Like two max four, and then just like heavily reduce the map size because a lot of it is just emptiness in the first place mm. so much of it's empty that there's no reasonably like that much of a point to have it aside from oh look some extra trees in a five yeah. mile radius great <laughs> cool awesome but uh those trees <laughs> <laughs> if they render that's the big thing <laughs> but uh but yeah i don't know if they like heavily reduce the scale i wouldn't like have been hyped up nearly as much about it but i would have at least respected the choice of like we're making an experimental move to create a multiplayer game and it might not work out super great initially, but I could easily see that being so much more improvable rather than just like, nope, we're making servers. We're going to have at least 12 people in an area, like fucking like all the things everywhere. Everything is instanced. So like, oh, we're going to be running everything in the background <laughs> and trust me, and none of it's going to work. And it's like, yeah. okay, great. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's really my stance on it yeah mm -hmm. how about you guys is there any like live service like you've just 
you know, outside, you know, outside of the stuff we've talked about, like Destiny and, and Anthem or whatever, um, has there been, you know, a game um, we can take like Paladins or Overwatch or something like that, where like we're getting updates constantly, you know, new characters, new maps, you know, we could, you know, maybe Rainbow Six Siege. Mm-hmm. But is there ever like a point? Is there ever been an update? And what have been like the terms of that update that you guys have just said, I'm done? Like no more of this because I have one of those experiences. Well, tell yeah, us, tell it, tell it. So I've talked about more this. about you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let me get a, let me get us some wine real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Dim that light in your kitchen a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, like my experience was with a game called Dirty Bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. As a free to play game, I absolutely this is where I got my start streaming. Uh, we talked a little bit about this. People heard me talk about Dirty Bomb. Anyone who has been following me since I started streaming in uh, January of 2018, no, I absolutely love that game. It's probably one of my most played games. I have almost 600 hours in it. Uh, <laughs> and, and so for me, what 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 it was is the game. When I first got into it, I got in with uh, a, there's a new character that was just announced, and then it was like almost a year and a half um before we got another character um and so i joined when amy was released um she's a sniper in the uh trailer there's a character called turtle that we hadn't seen at all yet Mm -hmm. turtle was finally released after like a year and a half um and then we got some more characters like javelin and hunter and why can't i remember there's another medic that they um (laughs) added that i can't remember her name uh guardian guardian um but what finally did it for me was the hunter update um and we had seen like some great updates you know uh some cosmetics they added a new map um in the you know in that time frame but they had a character called phantom that was a stealth character uh and for the majority of the time that I played, he had a tell where he had a uh, range around him. He, he So he'd go invisible. He was mostly a melee character meant to get around back, go invisible, go around back and like start stabbing people in the back. Mm-hmm. That was the character's whole shtick. Um, but he had one tell that in his radius, he would disable electronics. Mm-hmm. So you have like a heal, uh, a healing station or a turret in your area. And that thing goes dark. You know that oh shit okay there's a phantom and usually by that point in time it was still too late uh-huh he, you know you would get one you know instigated by this by this character uh by that point which was perfectly fine i mean the tell was enough mm-hmm. what they did was that they got rid of the tell made him more invisible so less shimmery <laughs> and then allowed him to activate his emp at any point in time mm. basically making this character very overpowered right because he was fast enough you run faster with uh with your melee in your hand a lot like uh, csgo Uh Mm -hmm. so and his whole thing was he had the strongest melee weapon in the game which was a katana and could instigate a lot of characters so there's almost no way to to defend against him and so a lot of us at that point in time were very sick and tired of hunter being or not hunter uh phantom being the new meta and just Mm -hmm. like killing us and then at that point they said um it was shortly after that point in time that splash damage the, de- the development team said we're no longer updating dirty bomb uh player base is declining and this is the official release we're done this is all dirty bomb is going to be mm-hmm. it was at that point 
because I was kind of a holdout. I'm like, okay, we'll see. You know, maybe we can get some players back. There's mm-hmm. a lot of other problems with the community. Um, me and some friends, you know, constant trolls and you know, toxic people in the games themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, never really got to like that, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so there's just a lot of other issues where i'm like okay i can't see players coming back now mm-hmm. uh, to this game um and so that was kind of like with it for me it was like there's an update that i could not stand it did not want to you know it changed the meta too much it, mm-hmm. there's no hard counter for that character there's no way to counter his invisibility other than just to see the tell see really good to be yeah mm-hmm. to essentially get good um and that's when I just kind of said that I'm done. I can't mm-hmm. play this game anymore because of this. This, this is going to be what it is. Then in uh, a state that I'm just not happy with. And exactly. Right. So. so what are your guys's stories in something like that? Uh, I played, I still do every now and then, but a lot less rocket league. Played mm-hmm. a ton of it. And they added their, um, what was it? You could basically buy in. So, like, as you were getting the the mid tier rewards or whatever, you would, if you had bought in for the season, I think this is basically what Fortnite does as well, where it's like you would get the higher tier rewards just for paying mm-hmm. twenty bucks for the month or whatever it was. Right. And uh, that's just a big turnoff for me. I mm-hmm. I didn't like that model at all. I for me, I I preferred just buying the cars outright or buying the the skins or whatever. So. Uh, the loot boxes and everything like that had changed a lot of how I chose to customize my car. So to the point that I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to stick with this one until I get something cool. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, so that was kind of a bummer for me. I mean, the game is still super fun. Like the game itself hasn't changed and all those things are cosmetic, but it does kind of suck that they've moved away from just buy the car and the, the neat stuff for it to, uh, play a ton and also mm-hmm. buy money or pay for uh, pay us so that you play it a lot so you'll get the reward it's it's a weird thing and like if you don't play then you've kind of put money into a sink that you may not get anything yeah. out of mm-hmm. it's kind of a weird setup and so uh kind of bummed me out i don't play it as much anymore and i mm-hmm. i want to say it's because of that and not because i got bad at the game so <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Yeah, but just changing up the monetization strategies, changing up uh, weird things with the meta or anything like that, mm-hmm. it's hard to come back from that. And if it gets stuck, like in your case, mm-hmm. that definitely sucks. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Has there kind of, because you, you hit on the other, the microtransaction business model revamps or updates. Uh Has there been one that was like just so egregious that you just like uninstalled the game? (laughs) Um, I don't know if I've ever like they updated it and I was just like, everything about you is wrong now. You're (laughs) cancer on society and left. Uh, No, I I don't think so. Uh, I mean, some of the stuff in Destiny 2 Mm -hmm. with uh, with the emotes and things like that and kind of the, the high amount what was it the currency silver mm-hmm. uh it was like okay guys come on yeah those should be things you just give to me <laughs> right uh, uh so uh, that was kind of frustrating and i know that that's part of the reason that i stopped playing it as often mm-hmm. but uh, never a game that i can think of can you think of it? no i have 
like this like weird tangent that kind of falls into this but <laughs> as a gearbox fan and like standing on my pedestal i just want to talk about how battleborn was really great <laughs> and overwatch just destroyed it <laughs> to the point where like you just couldn't play anymore because nobody was playing no one was playing but they tried so hard to kind of try to differentiate themselves that they added the story that like i wish if they just pulled back from the story and focused more on the game mm -hmm. i'd like to think it had some kind of lasting power but yeah overwatch was just a beast in its own but i mean it was so sad to see that game it was like two months later it's like hey it's uh only 1999 <laughs> yeah. just take it please. just please don't play no actually we we played that game we played a lot yeah, yeah. Mm. And then it just went it, away. It just because it, when it got released, and I, it's like I have I don't have a lot of love. As Doug, they broke my heart. No, oh, Blizzard. Blizzard. Sorry. Yeah, mm. I was like as soon as I said that. My bad. <laughs> um, because of Fallout seventy six. Because Fallout seventy six. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, <laughs> the date that it released, they opened their Overwatch beta. Yeah. And yes. I was like, okay, Blizzard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is such that a is shady like... thing to do. Oh man! Oh, and it it kind of I feel like even killed the game just then. Yeah, they didn't stand mm. much of a chance. No. Well, yeah, and the uh, and then like Paladins came out too. Yeah, Paladins. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think Paladins had quite a bit to do with it, just because it was it's a free to play, was, isn't it? Yeah, it was it was yeah. the free to play Overwatch. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was what it became like at that point, and so. If, twenty dollar Overwatch just went away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You have the sixty dollar Overwatch or forty dollar Overwatch, mm -hmm. and then you have what a lot of people branded the off-brand Gearbox equivalent to Overwatch. Came and yeah, first. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's that's what a lot of people called it essentially. And then you had like Paladins, the free Overwatch. Well, fuck the Gearbox Overwatch. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Why I want to play this for Borderlands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I, you know, there is a lot of nails, but I think Paladins is a, a, like a yeah. decent-sized nail in that coffin. I don't think people talk about it that much. Mm -hmm. No, I think um, it's kind of the same with like Warframe and Destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warframe kind of got popular because of Destiny. Mm -hmm. I think. Well, look how much they constantly push out oh, for yeah. free to play games. They got so much stuff. That game's fun. It is fun. Everybody they have their own it. convention. Mm -hmm. Oh, do they really? What? I didn't know <laughs> that. What's it called? Uh, uh, Tenocon. Tenocon. Yeah. Tenocon. Oh, that's a good name for it. I was going to call it Con. That's a good name. <laughs> that's why you're not in marketing. <laughs> that's why I'm not in marketing. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Which apparently God. we missed this year. It was uh, July 15th. Ren, apparently there wasn't any good uh, Warframe updates because you didn't talk about it at all. I haven't played Warframe in a while. I think they actually yeah. uh, talked about, I think it was Railjack. I think that's what it's called. Basically, mm -hmm. one of the things they've been doing recently when it comes to like their conventions is there's like, oh, you know, we've been doing small updates throughout the year. And then it's just like, oh, look, one giant update, like one massive update. That's like, oh, yeah, you're going to be here for a while, like a long yeah. while. <laughs> that was uh, last one. I remember I can't even remember the name, but it was essentially like a whole new planet completely like introduced was with it its... fortuna uh yes yes it was and then the one previous to that was the planes of eidolon which was like they're both massive updates like something that like i would not see from most companies at all 
in like the grand scheme of things where like it's just mm-hmm. like yep nope everything that you've been doing here doesn't really matter everything that you've been doing doesn't <laughs> matter at all you have to do it all over again here like that's yeah, that's that again. yeah exactly and like it's not necessarily a bad thing but like mm-hmm. for me personally kinda, it for was games like that the grind is what it's all about so yes yeah kinda... exactly <laughs> yeah it's like that's the whole point like you're really getting into it in the first place is just be like I want to explore a new area and then like do the dailies mm-hmm. here and then like I'm golden. I have more stuff to do in this game, which is something that like when you get later and later on into the game, you're kind of just like, wait a minute, there's nothing left to do. Like, I know I still have like 10 more levels and then I'm max level, but I mean, no, that's not going to happen. Just, no, I'm done. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. The one thing I'll definitely give them credit on is like their update just the sheer amount of updates and when they update a big thing it's colossal like it's giant in comparison i think the one that they're recently doing is flyable spaceships like actually mm. sell like you can go and fly in space which is not a thing that's, that's really been ever done except for like something called arcwing which was like the little bad sheep of the entire Warframe family that everybody loathed. <laughs> every single person. I think I knew two people over like everybody I've ever played with in my life in Warframe. They're like, I love this. I also hate the base game. And it's like, I don't know what you're doing here. Like, I got nothing for you here, Chief. But uh but yeah. Um but back to what we were kind of talking about in terms of like a game or like a particular update. Where it's just like, mm-hmm. that that kind of did it for me. It was actually Siege. It's a game that I really do like, and I do enjoy. Mm-hmm. But when they they did a update, oh man, I want to say like a couple of months ago. And it did a huge, like, it was meant to like introduce like a whole new like set of characters and all that jazz. And like, okay, great, awesome. But the big issue is that it broke three characters as well as broke like some core components of the game. That mm-hmm. like aren't necessarily super used. But, like, mm-hmm. for very particular characters, since it's a very operator-driven, like, class-heavy, you you build a build for certain situations. So, like, mm-hmm. I need a shield to protect myself so that way I can monitor cameras throughout the place without worrying about dying. Oh, the shields yeah. are disabled. Yeah, you can't really uh, do that. That's not, that's not a thing. And it doesn't tell you in the game, and it doesn't actively disable it. You still have the choice to pick the shield. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're not paying attention, and you're just like, Oh, I I want the shield here. That you always did exactly. You're doing the thing that you always did because it makes sense, and you're just like, why don't I have that? Where is it? What's going on there? Like that that in itself for me is a big issue. When you don't at least take the steps to make it user friendly, as like, hey, that's not available. You're gonna have to pick the other option, and Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, at least at that point, I have the opportunity to change to a different character. I can do something else. But when when it's just like. Oh no, you can totally pick that. Well, we'll just look at your <laughs> stupid face when you pick it and you're just like, "Why can't why can't I place a claymore? What's going on? Where's my claymores? Where's my breach charges? Where's my shield?" And it's like they those were... are all really core components to certain characters. While it doesn't necessarily they... break the game, it breaks those operators as well as the other ones that are actually broken. Which they is They were 100% certain that when you got through, you would do it one time and then yeah there's a slap on the wrist okay exactly yeah don't do that again okay (laughs) yeah and part of that's like okay i guess but another part of it's like i i'm the kind of person that will go take a break like i don't pay attention that much i know my build and i'm just like yeah okay this 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 done i'm I'm gonna wait the 20 seconds till the game starts Mm -hmm. and then you're just like Mm -hmm. half of my kit's gone what's happening 
and like that's a huge that's a huge like difficulty like thing to run into um so yeah i would say like the lack of hot fixes is one of the big things that'll discredit siege over is like while they do in general make good updates and i don't normally have a problem with that when they make a bad update there's almost never a hot fix or the hot fix isn't good enough it's like we disabled it but we didn't so, we didn't really disable it. Like you could select it and think that you like it works, but like <laughs> we're not gonna have any message on the screen that's like, hey, don't use this. Like this is bad. Don't please no. And like mm-hmm. they'll just be like, Oh, okay, you picked the breach charge, you're gonna get flash grenades, go fuck yourself. And it's like <laughs> <sighs> Okay, great, awesome. I gotta see how I gotta make this work. Um I'm so happy. Exactly. And one of the like just as a entire like polar opposite. And granted, it's also a game I don't really play anymore, but not for this reason at all, is League of Legends. League will do mm-hmm. massive updates, and they, they're they instantaneous on their hotfixes nowadays. Like, that is yeah. the one thing I will heavily give them credit for, is that they do consistent updates, and if anything is broken, you can almost guarantee there's going to be at least a hotfix. That isn't going to be a half-ass hotfix. It's just like, oh, it, it, it just doesn't work, but you can still pick it. It's just like, um, no, this doesn't work for this particular reason, and we have disabled it. You cannot play this. We're sorry. And it's like, okay. You don't mess around with people's League of Legends, though, man. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, oh, the people man. That play League of Legends, they need it now. And, uh, <laughs> but you can't touch that. <laughs> yeah. But, so. but yeah, that's the one thing I'll heavily give them credit for. As much mm. as, like, I don't play that game for very particular reasons nowadays. <laughs> um... <laughs> They, they've always been really on point about their updates and that's just not the same thing when it comes to like siege for example and that was one of the big things where i was just like i see now they're not really like they don't really care about like the player experience like if they did i wouldn't have been able to like choose that like in the first place it would be like yeah hey listen there sport these things are disabled we normally wouldn't tell you about this because it's just like whatever but in this case where it's like it's really broken yeah we're just we're gonna exactly we're just gonna not so you might want to like like play something else or like Mm -hmm. if you have a low amount of characters and a lot of them interact with that particular thing maybe just like give me like an operator to use like something Mm -hmm. else to just be like we can fill the void a little bit for the time being or at least revert it that was another thing that i thought was really weird is that was (laughs) a particular patch that broke it and like i'm just sitting here thinking like it back yeah, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, this patch is so broken. You've broken three characters and half of, like, everybody else's kits, and you didn't just revert it and then just wait a few days to actually fix it? They're like, no, 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 no. We have the big patch coming up soon, so, like, go fuck yourself this, like, next <laughs> month. You're gonna have to deal with it while this one's coming Look, out. By the way, we the still didn't fix it in that only one. runs when it runs. We don't touch it. So, <laughs> exactly. like, just let it go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, real quick, because mm-hmm. I'm just and ryan I, I don't mean to cut you short yeah but i'm just looking at our time and i'm like oh yeah this is gonna be a long podcast um <laughs> pop kate i wanted to get one is there ever been an update that has been so egregious that you just stopped playing a game and you haven't returned to it yet probably not you talk about harry potter <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> the are you talking like the harry potter like the mobile Niantic game? game yeah the no, 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 not that one. No? i hated that game off the bat so. <laughs> <laughs> oh I man you're, well, prob- you're probably talking about hogwarts mystery yeah 
I so it's it's just one of those things like I really really love the story in it but it's basically mm. just like a money suck there's mm -hmm. so much that they want you to do for you to even get to the story that it's not worth it and kind of seeing how it mm. progressed from the games is they used to do a lot of things where like it was easier to obtain levels and now it's like you have to dedicate a whole day to just getting through one and then getting through another like just classes where it's just like you're just sitting and clicking mm -hmm. and that's annoying but I just like mystery games, so the mystery to it I'm always super into. Mm -hmm. um, I did drop it for a while, and now I'm playing it again. That's the thing. It's like, I'll quit get things for a while, and then I'll have like this nostalgia for it where I'm like, you remember the good things about it? Mm -hmm. And then like mm -hmm. I'm just stuck playing it again and still wishing for the good <laughs> thing. <laughs> like, I'm pretty there. optimistic that it will just get better, <laughs> and it never oh, does. Oh, man. <laughs> cool anything else on this topic real quick i think that about covers it for me personally yeah yeah here we've all cool. been burned by games somehow yes yeah <laughs> um anything else that we need to talk about in terms of topics or anything on the podcast i think that's pretty much it that's that's everything that we realistically like had planned yeah and yes, you have do. something else mm. <laughs> no i mean there's a, there's a lot in the news right now about gamers and i just don't mm -hmm. want to even get into it mm -hmm. um other than, yeah yeah the only other thing i want to really like even tangentially is don't censor art because you think it's going <laughs> to have just because you think it's going to have some sort of effect on society that's it, it never does ever Censoring music, you know, because there's a lot of talk about music and gaming and media right now. Those censoring that stuff does not work. It never has. It never will. We need to focus on other things and not blame media for societal woes. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. GTA <laughs> so makes me steal cars. That's, that's the only thing yeah exactly um so that's the only other thing that like is worth mentioning just because of the climate that this podcast is coming out in mm -hmm. and i don't really think it requires much else nope. no uh, not <laughs> On that Not note, we uh, next week we're gonna have a book burning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man! So let's go on ahead and have you guys plug. Tell people what's coming out on your channels. Uh, more people can find all that stuff and uh, anything else you want to plug. You Any plug projects you guys are working on? Um. So right now we have some more Ashenir videos in the mix. We'll probably have. A few more OJ updates, which are just like our little things about what will be happening. We're in a soul lull right now, like our second level of improv. So that takes up a lot of our time. Um, but after that, we're hoping, oh, on August 30th, we're going to stream Man of Madon with two other people. And we're super excited about that because I love that studio. Loved Until Dawn, loved Hidden Agenda. Ready for this one. So kind of like our big thing that we're probably going to do next mm -hmm. do you have anything to add mm, no <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, come to our youtube channel uh okay. it's uh, basically twitter instagram youtube it's all just al and jackalope yeah um so check us out and uh thank you guys so yeah, much thank you for having yeah thank you for being on yeah. yeah uh really glad that 
our dog Mallow could participate in. <laughs> <laughs> I we we love animals on the stream. My cat, when I lived with my dad and had a cat, you know, he liked to be a loud jackass. Just so you know. <laughs> uh, I'm sure my viewers have missed that. Um, Ren, what's coming up on your channel? Yeah, so we are actually getting really close to finishing up our second Borderlands 2 run. Um, we're just trying to get all the way to max level 1 to 80. Um, I think we're level 62 right now. I was planning on streaming tonight, but that's not happening. I'm so exhausted. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, once that's done, I'm thinking about doing a final run before Borderlands 3 comes out of a randomizer run. And then like fully going through it where all the enemies and all the weapons are randomized and just seeing how horrible that's going to be of an experience. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, aside from that, nothing really else is coming up. Um, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash renditions with two Cs because I'm dumb and I can't spell my own name right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that, that's about that. Oh, man. Cool. Uh, coming up on my channel, I played Minecraft last night. I might be playing some more Minecraft just to, <laughs> you know, it's a good meditative practice every once in a while. It just is. To, let's break some blocks and build them back. <laughs> Who is a horribly um, addictive game that doesn't look addictive in the slightest. I fall for it yeah. every time. Mm -hmm. um, I also have some creative streams that I'll be working on uh, that'll include some graphic art and probably some audio editing and stuff like that. Um, other than that, guys, the podcast can be found, of course, live here on twitch.tv slash Danny K every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, 8 p.m. if you're on the uh, East Coast. Ren, what time is it currently on your side of the world? Well, for me currently, it's like 7. Er but, I mean, it starts at 5. It starts 5 PST. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys can catch us live at those times. Um, the podcast can be found on YouTube, can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, swoot tune in and basically every podcast platform like i say every week if it's not on your favorite podcast platform let us know we would love to get it on there and accommodate you guys um except for soundcloud because soundcloud is stupid and i don't feel like <laughs> deleting episodes and re-upload and uploading a new episode just to accommodate people on soundcloud uh, <laughs> oh man wrecked soundcloud users oh no yeah. <laughs> it's stupid because you can't actually connect I, I i searched and searched and searched and found out you can't connect an rss feed to a soundcloud account oh, that's so, so um yeah Perfect that's setup. the main reason why i don't because i i just don't have the time to upload to soundcloud anyways <laughs> um you guys can also find us on twitter at ntn pod follow us there and uh usually announce who our guests are and uh, also send people over to our guests so uh follow us there on twitter and keep up with uh, keep up with us there otherwise guys if you want to help support the show please tell a friend um and give us a rating and review and give us some honest feedback on uh all the available places to do that mm -hmm. otherwise is there anything else Ren, that i'm forgetting i think that about covers it awesome we're good yeah we're good uh jackal and uh owl thank you for i <laughs> owl and jackal there we go thank you guys for uh coming on the podcast we appreciate you guys coming uh and having a really long episode but it was a fun episode nonetheless i think and hopefully informative for a lot of people out there so once again thank you guys and uh we'll talk to you guys later bye everybody bye everybody bye. Bye.